everybody, welcome back to the Great and Terrible AHS. We're doing episode six. Pit. See, now that I'm seeing the title again, it makes me even more mad because they don't say Piggy Piggy. They say, here Piggy Pig Pig, which isn't mm-hmm. anything. Well, nope. regardless, I'm here with Miss Shadow Lovely and Slow Beep. We're doing episode six of this piece of shit. <laughs> it's yep. American Horror Story Murder House. And yeah, I, I guess we're out of Halloween. That's pretty cool. Um, God, though, the rest of this. This oh. one sucks, everybody. On, on this a one lot really of sucks. There's yeah. maybe a, a new record for, all right, we introduced a new plot line. Okay, why did you do it? Eh, we didn't feel like it. And then by the end of the episode, they're like, we decided to end that plot line, but it didn't do anything. Yeah, we hated it too. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's so baffling. It's, it's quite bad. Um, and, yeah, this... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, this one, yeah, we, we continue with this odd theme, which uh, is a thing where, like, someone just keeps, like, banging on the front door and the doorbell and all this stuff, you know, but it's 94, it's a flashback, and, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? You, you want to take us away, Liz? I always feel bad reading your notes, like, no, hey, everybody. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I assume this is going to be one of... The well, they're not really going in order. I was gonna say this is gonna be probably one of the last episodes that opens with a flashback because we're in the '90s now. But I just realized, no, they're not going in nah. order because we already did the gay guys who were a like the most recent. So I guess they're not going they in order. They were the 2000s, um, yeah, yeah. Which means we could have more of these. Who knows? Um, we can find an older doctor who's more confusing <laughs> yeah. and out of place when we run into him in a rogues gallery later. <laughs> uh, this one um, is a. It starts with a flashback. Um, this is a flashback of 1994 when Constance still lived in the house. It's kind of been kind of a nebulous time when Constance lived in the house. Um, but now we've kind of nailed down a time it's, frame, I guess. It's almost like they, they wrote the ghost rules late, so they weren't too sure about things. And then it's like, oh, yeah, Constance has to live here for some of this to work. So now she's not yeah. the neighbor and she's the owner, whatever. Yeah. And they don't That's, do like a great job of explaining it's 1994. I had to like find that out later in the flashback. <laughs> they don't like say yeah, it. They, they don't do anything to make Constance look any different, even no. a little bit. Yeah. So it's very much just like, oh, it's Constance in the house again. <laughs> a scene we've seen in the present day where Constance <laughs> gets in the house. Yeah, Constance <laughs> is literally in this house all the time, even though she doesn't live here and no one lets her in. It's like we literally can't stop her. Um <laughs> This uh, episode continues a theme that we've had for the last few episodes of it's opening um, with the sound of someone banging on a a door and ringing the doorbell like incessantly. Um, Spoiler alert, it's the police. Also, spoiler alert, um, that's not what the police would be doing. They wouldn't be like (laughs) hammering on the doorbell, Uh, especially given why they're there, which is to find (laughs) Tate, who just committed a school shooting. We can't come in until you invite us in. We're like, we're like Draculas. (laughs) Yeah. No. (laughs) Um, so TLDR, cause there's not, there's like a couple things that are stupid about the opening, but all you need to know is that they kind of recreate the Columbine shooting. Um, but with Tate, um, <laughs> there's a lot of little Yay. nitpicky details that are very stupid, um, about this whole segment. Um, they just did a dog shit job. Um, but basically like all the people, well, all the kids we met in the last episode, we get to see like their demise basically, I guess. 
Yeah, they they all happen to be in the same room. They all happen to like die at roughly the same time. So you might go like, oh, is that why they're all ghosts? No, because none of the other students are ghosts or whatever, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah. like we find out later the exact number. It's 15 people. 15 people die. Um, But for some reason, only these like six people become ghosts, question mark? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, which also raises a lot of they're questions. They're resentful. The rest uh, of the people Tate shot were just kind of like, yeah, it's my time. Yeah, <laughs> I did pull know, him or fair. something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? I did call him a bitch and shove him in a locker. <laughs> yeah, give fair play. I <laughs> like, played Doom. Yeah, I deserved like, it. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, this no, there, sucks. Yeah, there's... There's no fucking justification. Yeah, there's no... Also, why would these kids be ghosts? Like, the whole thing is if you die at Murder House, you become a ghost permanently tethered to Murder House. Did the... And these kids were on a beat. I guess that was Halloween, so they could be wherever. Mm-hmm. But it feels like the kids would also be then tethered to, like, I guess the school, which that seems like a much more interesting story than Murder House. But you oh, know and what? believe then, like, me, like, they are really, really sticklers for, oh, no, you have to die at a specific place to be a ghost. Like, it, they set a really kind of, like, strict rule about you have to die, and not even in just this season, in other seasons, and in Roanoke, and, even. But in this... In this season, too, right? Because, like, Constance makes a very big deal that Addie is not mm-hmm. on that property. But if it's just wherever you die, she's like, all right, I just have to walk outside my house to visit Addie. That sucks, but better than never seeing her again. But, like, <laughs> yeah. we're going to learn in this episode. <laughs> nope, sorry. <laughs> oh, man, my wife died, like, 20 feet outside the house. This is going to be so inconvenient. <laughs> like, you have to, like, Ty, die in cold base real... in certain areas. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> You just quoted verbatim a real scene that happens in two different seasons of the show. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so good. Um, Not good in the traditional sense, but good in its own way. Uh, I I didn't even know that. (laughs) Yeah. um, So, again, not to like, there's a lot we could talk about about this opening scene because a lot of it's very fucking dumb. But the one thing out of all the things I want to touch on is... The most frustrating part of all of it is the jock and the cheerleader are hiding under a table, which, by the way, there was an exit door they just all conveniently chose not to go out of. I don't know why. There's There's also a character there who is literally just credited as teacher, which is fucked up, given that he's the only reoccurring character. The only reoccurring character is not given a name. Well, you know what's like the whole thing's fucked up because like what's happening is they're in the school, they're shooting outside, and they're like, "What the hell's going on?" They're like, "Oh my god, I think somebody, there's a shooting or whatever," right? And then like the teachers like go lock that door, so they lock the door into the library, and then you know we know it's Tate, but like is trying to like get in and stuff, and then like they I guess forget there's another door into the library that <laughs> then by the time it. Tate's there, they're like, "Oh, we'll get that door," but they kind of forget, and the teacher has to try to hold it closed, which makes which Tate shoots him through the door thing because he realizes, you know. But like, I'm sorry, like you you really don't realize there's another door or an exit or like yeah, anything. they all run towards it too because they all turn to run and face the the door marked exit, and instead of exiting, they're like, mm, "Better uh, get under this table instead." Um, Tate does realize there's another door and comes in that door later, like Slow Beef just said. Um, and of course, all the all the kids die in various ways. Um, but the specifically the cheerleader and the jock, who is significantly Ugh. larger than Tate, the um, jock made me so fucking uh, mad. Because so- yeah, like. The goth girl just tries to do some like dumb Metal Gear Solid shit. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It, uh, 
So they're under the table, the cheer, the cheerleader and the jock, and the jock's like, okay, I'm going to go take care of this. And, like, stands up, walks over, has the element of surprise, yeah. and is probably two and a half times the size of Tate. Like, also is allegedly a football player, so would know how to fucking rip someone to the ground with a tackle from the back and hurt them seriously, because that's, like, a core component of football. That's the thing, man. Yeah, then, I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard so, that they um, jump on people a lot. <laughs> they do. That's Yeah, you do that a lot. Um, yeah. And instead he walks up and goes, hey, man, cut it out with the <laughs> shooting everyone. That's really, a lot. Hey, yeah. man. It's a bit much, and then he gets shot. <laughs> <laughs> he delivers it with about that energy as well. He's like, hey, man, cut it out. Like, this sucks. Stop it. Um, <laughs> and then Tate's Surely like, no. this guy who has been shooting a bunch of people with no rhyme or reason that he doesn't know, including people who you personally witnessed within the last minute mm-hmm. of people begging for their life who were totally unarmed and just getting shot. So I don't know why he thought, well, I'll just physically intimidate him. I, <laughs> like, that'll work out. I can't. Yeah. How do you write a school shooting scene worse? First of all, why do you have to? Like, this whole thing yeah, feels like, really I shitty. I feel like we shouldn't have to discuss this in the first place, because there shouldn't be a school shooting scene in any of your media. But, like, they did a bad job, and it's frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've, I've definitely seen it handled better by better media. Even Degrassi handled it well. Granted, it led to Drake being paralyzed, um, which was a weird plot thread, but they still handled it better than American <laughs> Horror Story. We would Degrassi as the next season. <laughs> oh, we would be here forever. We would be here forever if we did Degrassi. Um, yeah. Uh, and like, it, this is so gratuitous and it goes on forever. Um, we find out later that Teacher, the one character who doesn't have... Like or is like a reoccurring character. Um, the one who tried to hold the second door closed yeah. when yeah. they all realized they had forgotten the door, and then he gets shot like through the door three times. He yeah. survives. Um, no one else does, obviously. Um, also, uh, Tate just fucking goes home uh, after this. At when the police I, have already showed up, by the way, because the last thing we see is oh, Tate we hearing did forget sirens. To mention. We did forget to mention Tate does start whistling Twisted oh. Nerve again because they are just unable to stop themselves from <laughs> doing it. So yeah, they, he literally whistles it before shooting the goth girl. That uh, one horror movie from like 1967, it got it, man. Yeah. Um, how, how bad is this show that like the reaction to the, the, this horrific school shooting represent is like, this is so fucking annoying. I hate this stupid thing. Like, oh, God, twisted nerve again. How <laughs> fucking. <laughs> like, yeah, well, just, I think. It's so passe, bro. It's a, I can't believe they have me describing a school, school shooting as like fucking passe. But. Really I think there's different though. levels to it. I think maybe Slow Beef, you might agree with me. I think there's probably different levels of like, like, because we know what. Tate's character goes on to be Uh and like there's an additional level of like man I forgot how fucked up and stupid this was like and you're gonna try and make me feel bad for Tate and like root for Tate for the rest of the season Mm -mm. 
like no, they like know, they yeah. the, they absolutely painted Tate as being like their golden child, like the heartthrob that everyone should be like fawning over for all I, of American Horror Story. I feel like sometimes what they do on the show is they go like it's horror, so here's like uh, an inverted kind of love story or something that's not, you know what I mean, like that kind yeah. of thing. So you're supposed, so yeah, it's like here's our twisted take on a teenage heartthrob, <laughs> you know, and it's like no, nah, it's not working. I'm sorry, Tate sucks. Yeah, it- it's very much so like a Joker Harley Quinn thing where yeah. like the wrong people are going to latch onto it and be like, this is so romantic. Um, and But every rational human being is going to be like, gross, um, fucked up, bad, mm. <laughs> disgusting, don't like it. Uh, so then the opening sequence plays. Um, all you need to know is that, that the very end, se- like the very, very end scene um, the police have kicked in the door again. Tate made it fucking home somehow. Uh, and yeah, which what? <laughs> Constance is like pleading, like, "Oh, he's just a child. Like he'll come peacefully." He doesn't. Um, well, and then like that's the end of it. It's supposed to be like we, a we don't cliffhanger. Know, yeah, we don't know. I mean, we do, right? Obviously, but like we're not supposed to quite know because what happens is all these cops burst into his room. They have the laser-sighted guns, even though it's, like, daytime and whatever. You know, there's, like, they, they kind of, like, half-circle surround him in his bedroom. So there's just these tons of lasers on his chest. And then he points a finger gun to his head and is, like, boom, with his mouth, you know? And that's the end. But, like, these cops aren't doing anything to detain him. They're just, like, standing there, like, let's see what he does. You know? Like, let's see how this plays out. Yeah. Yeah, I- it, it, it is the ultimate, like, they're just like, wait, he'll try to grab one of our guns. Just give him enough time. He'll do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's, what's, what's also, like, kind of weird is, like, how do they know it was Tate? Like, I assume the, the kids who come into the library who are like, people are being shot everywhere. They don't know who Tate is. And later the teacher is going to be talking to Violet and is like, yeah, I barely recognize this kid. I don't know anything about him. So, like. How did they know to go to Tate's house? <laughs> Nothing about this makes sense. Because even if they found out, like, for whatever reason, if Tate somehow gets away from a school shooting, and what's Tate's plan? Like, oh, I'm out of ammo. I guess I'm going home. You know, like, like then they, you know, in real life, it's like, you don't just, like, let's just go in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, like, yeah. a whole thing where you're, like, you got to get the fuck out of here. You know, we have you surrounded. Well, nor would they shit. let Constance stay in the house. Like, <laughs> they're, like, kind of pushing Constance away like a cat that's trying to run out the front door. Yeah, like, get out of like, here, they you. Would, they would not let the mother, especially one who's hysterical, keep getting in the way of them making <sighs> their way up to his bedroom. Like... It, it's just, it's a lot. Anyway, yeah. um, now we're back to the present. The opening sequence plays, whatever. Um, <laughs> which cuts to Violet, who is um, quote unquote round searching, which is American this Horror is Stories Google. The worst version, the worst generic Google logo I've ever seen. Like, it is just letters all over the fucking place. It's got the Google colors, but everything else is just, ugh, clip art nightmare shit. And it's, yeah, it literally says like, round search which yeah that'll catch on oh yeah people <laughs> love round searching oh yeah <laughs> and she okay so here's this hammers in a point that i think we all made a few episodes ago if not last episode um she calls it the wet like west lake high school massacre like she googles that and that is what all of the news articles that come up also call it so this is a thing that happened that was so widely known that it has a name Mm -hmm. 
And also, Violet has access to the internet and Google in 2011, when people were absolutely edge posting all the time. Mm-hmm. There is no way that no one in the Harmon family, especially Violet, who we have been shown is like kind of a little weird and quirky and likes the darker side of life and has unfettered access to the internet. There is no way she has never heard of this. It's in the, the literally the article she ends up finding that lists Tate as the shooter is in the L.A. Times. Which means that it was headline news in Los Angeles and for some reason is not featured in the murder house tour that Vivian was on. So I think a big part of it is like they want this to be a one to one like analogy for Columbine. But then they just randomly will be like, oh, no, no, it's not. It's different. It was was smaller. Oh, no, no, it was different. It's like, no, you're trying to do exactly this. So when they then treat it as anything but that. It feels super weird. It feels super weird and fake and like ungenuine because it is, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's what Slow Beef always says of they want their cake and eat it too, like mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. Yeah. They write, they, it's like they do this to themselves. Like you didn't need this character to be like a school shooter. He could have been like any other kind of edgy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like thing, but like. No, we got it. It's ripped from today's headlines. And it's like, oh, you could have just been a shitty kid like me, you know, like that would have worked. You could just be a shithead. That's that's the thing is like Slow Beef's not joking. Like him being a school shooter serves no purpose. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. It literally has no no effect on the rest of the plot. It has nothing to do with the rest of the series. They Um, just keep doing this. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I, I guess what they were trying to get at is like, ooh, you spend too much time in the house, you do a bad thing. Kind of like how Larry killed his family and how Ben's being a real shitter. Um, but Tate says he, that he did a school shooting, which is, I feel like, on a different level than everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I um, I bring the wrong apples home every time. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I did 9-11. Like, it's like... <laughs> It's like a different strata. Oh, my God. And so this kicks off, this being Violet Googling the shooting, kicks off a very bizarre rabbit hole for Violet's character. Liz, you mean round searching. I'm sorry. You're right. Round searching. My bad. I forgot. Everybody round (laughs) searches. Easy mistake to make. (sighs) Yeah, I'm I'm always doing this. Um, (laughs) So Violet has a really bizarre reaction. And not bizarre like in the context of like human bizarre in the context of like violet because she starts like sobbing and running downstairs calling for her mommy like saying mommy which is very out of character for violet weird yeah Yeah, weird for like a sophomore junior in high school or whatever not a who has shown to be very reaction and like cold towards her parents specifically her mom and and, Uh, and tate for the record you know what i mean like yeah true that also okay right you know like all that so yeah like that's kind of like violet's that's one of the reasons why even when i I watched this for the first time. I never really liked Violet because Violet always came off as like a not like other. Oh, sorry, not like other girls <laughs> kind of girl where like she thought she was way cooler than everyone else. Which granted, teenagers can be like that. Whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it it's so inconsistent when it's important uh, in this show. Um, and this is one of those times. And then for no 
no discernible reason, she comes downstairs looking for her mom and instead finds Constance, oh, who's you, just in the are kitchen. Are you telling me it's normal for Constance to just be in the house? <laughs> yeah. Are you telling me that? No way. <laughs> and Constance is just, this is obviously a different day than Halloween, by the way. So some time has passed, which I have to keep making notes in this episode of like weird chunks of time passing. Mm-hmm. Um and she's like, where's my mom? And Constance is like, I don't know, at the fucking store or something. Um, and then Constance, who I, I guess is psychic, is like, ah, you're screaming and crying and wailing. You must have found out about Tate. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> you have reaction. impeccable timing. <laughs> Everyone has that reaction to Tate. I understand. Yeah, when, my son when people find out about Tate, they get real upset about it, which I mean, I, ge- I guess. Yeah. But like, that's the thing is it's not super clear what, Violet is upset about is it that she got like catfished by a ghost of a school shooter is it that her boyfriend was a school shooter is it that ghosts are real like she just has a lot going on (laughs) that's you know what that's fair that's the best estimation of it that we could probably do mom Um, (laughs) dad's fucked up he's banging our old maid and like you know ghosts there's ghosts like i guess are real and i am dating one and it it sucks. Everything sucks. Not even sucks. a cool ghost. Piece <laughs> yeah. <of shit> ghost. <laughs> um, um, yeah. It, it is important to note that, like, moving forward, we establish later in the episode, Tate does not know that Violet knows. Tate is going to act very weird later in the mm-hmm. episode for right. no reason, because he does not know she knows. Even by the end of the episode, he does not know she knows. <laughs> um. But anyway, Constance, who is conveniently in the kitchen for exposition, um, explains that they lived in that house when the shooting (laughs) happened, which made me question, what is Larry's timeline? I don't remember when Larry was in the house, because, like, Moira isn't that old, so I, I don't know where on the murder house timeline Chad and Patrick, Larry... And Constance's family fit in. It has to be this ridiculous, like, turntable of house owners where, like, every year there's some tragedy or something. I, it I don't know. It truly does, which just adds to, like, the tally of, well, how did no one hear about all these other things besides just Chad and Patrick dying? Like, how did none of that come up before now? Um, and then there was the murders of the nurses. Like, what is the timetable of all of these things? Um, anyway, I no wonder, <laughs> no wonder that realtor was so excited when like she didn't know about all of it. She was like, "Yeah, I not my problem. Yep. <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry. I found a fucking roof stupid enough to not uh not Google their own address once." So uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, even though they have unfettered access to the internet. Um, anyway, Constance wants Violet to meet um a a medium named Billy Dean Howard and that's our first interaction with Sarah Paulson in this series. Um I honestly forgot this character existed. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought it was a different character and I'm I may be wrong and we'll find out later but I think she comes back as a different character Sarah Paulson does. Do we, um towards uh, the end of the We're going to find out 4 seasons from now in Hotel when they pull the first uh, trick of Sarah Paulson yeah. playing a character and then deciding we need to bring back the psychic from season one who's in like one episode, but she's yeah. also played by Sarah Paulson. And they pull the craziest trick that just might work, which she's playing yeah, two characters. That's, like, that's why? the Sarah anyway, Paulson sorry, special. <laughs> yeah, that was when I got really annoyed with the show in season five. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> 
Um, and so Constance is like, I hired or I brought this medium who I've had like a relationship with, not like a romantic relationship, right. but like a, a, a friendship, a working Business partnership or, yeah, with, yeah, or whatever. Um, to to like help you, she doesn't explain what that means. Um, and. Billy, uh, Sarah Paulson's character, is like, yeah, when I was 25, I found out I was a medium because the ghost of my housekeeper showed up while I was brushing my teeth. And she acts like it was a big inconvenience, which is kind of funny. Um, That's the bougiest start- thing. Like, my, my yeah. housekeeper died. Your <laughs> yeah. stupid ghost is here. <laughs> yeah, my housekeeper was help. murdered, like, <laughs> brutally by her husband and then had the nerve to come to me and show me I was a medium. Um, which, by the way, she's very adamant that a being a medium and a psychic are very different. But then later in the episode, she starts quoting horoscope stuff, um, which just continues the theme of American Horror Story not giving a shit. Um, <laughs> they even have her directly say, like, I don't predict the future. I just talk to spirits or something like mm-hmm. something along those lines. She directly says, like, I don't try and tell your future, which she then later will go on to try and tell her future. Yep, a hundred percent. Um, and then like they, this whole scene is just like Constance and Billy talking about how like, oh, you've been chosen, Violet, and you have gifts. Um, but my thing is like e- everybody, um, in the murder house can see the ghosts. Um, not even just in the murder house. Uh, just everybody. Period can see the ghosts. So. <laughs> Um, that's not really a gift, right? If just everybody can do it. That's like if everybody could whistle, it wouldn't be special, that's I guess. A, I don't know. It's like the gift of laughter, you know? Like, okay, yeah, not a everybody gift. has it. Um, <laughs> Billy tries to like give a little bit of ghost rules for us. And she's like, ah, ghosts only stick around if they're vengeful. Um, and then I guess like indicates that they're kind of landlocked where they died. So... It makes it really unclear why dying on the murder house property is important if they could literally be ghosts anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a really short and really weird scene of Billy channeling, I assume, Violet's grandmother saying, oh, they're never going to understand you. Um, and Violet freaks the fuck out and runs home crying. And then that's the end of that scene. Uh, nothing's great really help. established. Girl, glad you brought her in, Constance. She did great. <laughs> Violet feels awesome now. What the fuck was that whole scene? Yeah, what, <laughs> help, help Violet what is my thing. Is like, what was Billy supposed to do? Yeah. Like, it's not help her talk to ghosts because uh, what Violet can already do it. What she needs is a therapist. The girl needs therapy is what she needs, and she needs to not have her dad yeah, do it. Yeah, I was going yeah, oh to say, we got to qualify this a little. Uh, But we do cut to a different scene where um, American Horror Story is about to um, take a huge dump on the audience again. Um, It's a it's a back. It's a shot from behind a Vivian sitting in a chair with cello music playing. Um, It is very unclear if this is past, present or future. Um, I adamantly believe that Connie Britton has it in her contract that she has to be applying lotion in every scene that she's in by herself um, because that's what she does in every scene is she's applying lotion and she's doing it in this scene um, and she is very pregante uh, like very very pregante uh, which is why it's unclear whether we just time skipped like six months or if this is now which you'd think more people would be talking about it Um or what's going on. And then like little devil baby fingers start poking through her belly and she hates it. Uh, then she wakes up because it was a dream. Uh, you all are so fucking stupid for not being able to tell that it was a dream with no context and purposefully confusing presentation. 
how dare you have faith in the storytellers? And also, like, the one thing that you could say of, well, you know, she wasn't that pregnant. She wouldn't be pregnant that fast. Except for the core conceit of why we had a nurse literally fall unconscious in a room was because the fetus was developing way too fast. Mm -hmm. So, like... (laughs) So you cut your ankles on the one escape you had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, American Horror Story. You're right. We are all fucking morons. Um, <laughs> so Vivian wakes up and she presses the panic button for some reason. The one that the security guard. <laughs> because she's panicking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Luke, the security guard, uh, shows up um, because she pressed the panic button uh, and is like, oh, I checked outside. No one's there. Um and then they start bonding over the fact that both of their spouses left them or cheated on them, I guess. Yeah. Apparently, everybody in this show has been unfaithful at one point. Um, I guess the she's true like, oh, yeah. Infidelity. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's <laughs> like, yeah, Ben doesn't live here anymore. Uh, he cheated on me. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure Luke probably could have figured that out, given that he walked in on um, Ben's mistress about to murder you like two days ago. Uh but then Ben just walks in the front door and he's like, what happened? And I'm like, Did, does Ben get notified when the panic button is pressed? Because um, he yeah. acts like that's why he's there. Uh, then, it, oh, God, yeah. this is a really good interaction. <laughs> the, and, and not good, good. Yeah, I was gonna, just going to say. But yeah. yeah, so the security guard um, just kind of offhand is like, Oh, hey, you know that lady that was trying to, like, murder your wife? Um, when I was driving her to the police station, she um, she wasn't there anymore. <laughs> she got what out of my car. Mean? I don't know. She must have got out of my car or something at a stoplight. Good luck. Oh. <laughs> yeah, bye. Okay. Yeah, that's the exchange, by the way. Like, that's it. It's that casual. He's just like, oh, yeah, that lady that tried to murder your wife? Yeah, she just got out of my car at some point. Yeah, I, I didn't cover her or anything. Yeah, oof. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Well, it's one of those things where you would only have that level of, like, calmness when delivering that news if you already knew it was a ghost that couldn't function outside of Halloween. <laughs> so, like, it's one of those things of... <sighs> Nobody's freaking out about it, and it's because the authors or the you know the writers just forgot that the characters shouldn't know that this is fine. <laughs> yeah, because even Ben at that point doesn't know that she's a ghost. He thinks that she's like doing a weird Ocean's Eleven thing. So it, nobody knows that Hayden's a ghost at this point. Nobody, none of the characters, especially not Luke. Uh, and Luke also just conveniently like didn't notify the police at the station that he drove to that like a lady who just attempted murder um, escaped or something along those lines. Uh, then then Luke just fucking leaves because um, <laughs> he's real good at being a security guard. Um, Vivian, um, for once, s- like stands her ground and tells Ben to fucking leave uh, and that she hates him and wants to punch him in the face. Uh, but he's like, I got to work here. I can't afford oh, an yeah, office. Yeah, this. Um, and she's like, fine, you can work here, but you're leaving at the end of the day. And he's like, mm, I'm going to sulk about this, but I guess that's fine. We just need an excuse for Ben to be in the house, I guess. Um, then we get a really bizarre, it segues to a really bizarre scene upstairs of Violet, um, fantasizing about slitting her own throat after, uh, cutting her wrists. Um, unclear why she's doing this, other than that the show wants us to know that she does this. 
Uh, she's <sighs> never shown a proclivity for that before, as far the suicide yeah. thing, not the cutting herself. We've seen her do that. Um, just her character goes bananas in this episode. Just wildly uncharacteristic behavior. And then that's not really addressed. Like, Tate, real or not, um, that's not clear either. Pops up behind her and is like, are you scared now? And then that's the end of the scene. Um, nothing is established. Nothing happens. Who even knows if it's real? And now it's time to introduce another character to introduce another plot line that I'm sure will be valuable <laughs> and will bear fruit for episodes to come. And it'll definitely be worth the upfront investment we're making to introduce everyone to Derek. Hey, everybody. Say hello to Derek. Say hello to Derek. 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 I love yeah, Derek. I'd love to see you, Derek. So Derek's um, at his uh, appointment get a coupon, with Ben. So he got a free therapy session with Ben Harmon. World War yeah. Psychiatrist. <laughs> no, <that's- laughs> um, and he's just complaining that he has a, a, a crippling fear of urban legends, <laughs> like just generally, which is relatable. <laughs> it's a it's a wild like it's one of those things of like a a lot of times phobias tend to be a little categorical in nature just by the way they work but his category is like i don't know things people kind of find a little scary (laughs) like (laughs) and they go to the trouble of having him list a few and he's like i'm scared of bloody mary i'm scared of candy man and i'm like weird that you chose those two because a, Candyman's not an urban legend. He's a movie character um, from a horror movie. Uh, that's like calling Jason Voorhees an urban legend. Um, and B, both of those are kind of the same urban legend, just with a different character. You could almost uh, say Candyman is based on Bloody Mary. Just with, yeah. the, you know, is the basic idea or whatever. Some, some people would say that's actually 100% accurate and kind of the point, actually. <laughs> that's um, all people say that. Not even some. But anyway. But... There's a third urban legend that he's afraid of. One very specific one, which happens to be a third identical iteration (laughs) of both of those other two examples. It seems like he has a fear of chanting near mirrors, (laughs) is what he has a fear of. And it just so happens that these three in particular are all procced by chanting in front of a mirror. Because the urban legend our friend Derek is afraid of is... The piggy man, <laughs> and I don't don't get excited. As is noted, not that pig man, not that one. That one was fun and cool. Yeah. Um, so not the fun pig, wiggly one. Was, the myth is you look in the mirror and say, "Here, God." Here, and here's piggy, where pig, pig. me as a Midwesterner got more fucking mad than I ever have at something that's the least important anything has ever been, <laughs> which is. When you're calling a pig, it's here, piggy, piggy. That's it. And they they even titled the episode Piggy, Piggy. Like, they know it's here, piggy, piggy, here, piggy, piggy. For whatever reason, what they have him stare in the mirror and say is, here, piggy, pig, pig. And this shouldn't be as upsetting as it is, but I 
furious. I'm fucking so mad. Like, the fact that they titled the episode Piggy Piggy, and then they didn't even get the chant right in the own damn thing. Oh. Huh? Oh. Like, it's, it's so fucked up. Because, like, Candyman or Bloody Mary, you're calling on something else in the mirror, you know? But this one, you have to, like, look at yourself and be, like, kind of have, like, a shitty image of yours. You know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck, American Horror Story? What are we doing here? Yeah, not to mention, like, Derek tells us the urban legend. The f- I'm sorry. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard. So the lore of the <laughs> so piggy <bad>. man <laughs> is that he was a butcher, a really dog shit butcher, <laughs> who had to wear the face of a hog that he'd already killed to, like, blend in with the other hogs to, like, I guess get the element of surprise. On the hogs that he's butchering? You don't need the element of surprise on hogs. <laughs> yeah, you emphatically butcher. do not need the element of surprise. Pigs can see you coming. It won't stop you. <laughs> well, you know, smell you or... I Call me crazy. I don't know how smart pigs are. I feel like they're smart enough to know that a man wearing a hog head making hog noises isn't a hog. I, uh, I would I, think so, at least, especially if he's done this multiple times. I have no experience with agriculture or pigs, and I will say with one million percent confidence that a pig will see through that. <laughs> a pig will see through this ruse. <laughs> you on. will not get the upper hand on these hogs. I decided In fact, he's to... so bad, <laughs> he fucks it up. <laughs> he fucks it up immediately. Yeah. And they um, decide his cover is not that he was a hog, but they were the hogs were so convinced he was also a hog that when he fell down, they instantly killed and ate him, I guess, which (laughs) implies they would kill and eat any hog that fell over at any period in time. I don't know what kind of like horror beast this doesn't it. Anyone in American Horror Story ever been to a farm? No. <laughs> ever seen the country? Uh, like, like, the I, way that they frame <laughs> it. So, like, yeah, that's how it reads. But, like, what they're, like, trying to imply is that hogs are, like, zombies. And you have to, like, not alert them. Because the second you do, they'll fucking murder you and eat you immediately. Um, oh, no, I startled the hog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It's like the My witch is blown. For dead, yeah. Because oh, <laughs> they eviscerate him instantaneously when he fucks up. Um, you hear a oink and everybody it, stops and what the fuck was that? Oh, no. Yeah, which makes it like, oh, well, no wonder he was doing the weird, like, solid snake hog cover like if hogs are that if hogs act like that no wonder he had to do this that's not how hogs act um but no wonder if that's the case I was on the ground near a potbelly pig one time, and it walked over and kind of snorted at me and gave me a little kiss. You're so lucky <laughs> yeah, to be that alive. Was, that was most of it. <laughs> I know. Apparently, I didn't realize I was facing down a tiger. <laughs> so I think this is one of two things. Um, the inclusion of this whole piggy man plot line. Um, I think it's one of two things. One, they might be ripping off Saw because of Pigs. the pig. Yeah. Um, or two... For whatever reason, they have decided that, like, the, like, quote-unquote fact... I'm saying quote-unquote because it's not necessarily untrue, but it's not, like, as dire as people make it sound, um, that hogs will eat dead bodies, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is a which is a carry thing, too, by the way. That's also a carry thing. Um, so I think it's, like, they're like, oh, we heard hogs will eat bodies. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so scary. 
Um, yeah, like if you like chop them up and like mix it with feed, <laughs> like yeah. they won't just like they won't just like eat a live guy. It's <laughs> resisting. People frequently <laughs> misrepresent that fact as making it seem like the hogs are maliciously hunting for like fresh human meat, when in reality <laughs> it's that like hogs will just eat anything. That's yeah. the thing is hogs will literally just eat anything. Um, it's not that they're like hungry for the flesh of a human being. It's that <laughs> they don't feed on sin. You in front of them. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and so if you say here, piggy, piggy, and then like I guess after that happened, like they couldn't find the body because the hogs ate it, and then like for whatever reason, his old employ or not employees but customers started dying. Um, why? Who fucking knows? Truly, who fucking knows why he got eaten by hogs and started murdering people? Both Bloody Mary and Candyman have reasons why they do what they do. Mm-hmm. Piggy Man just fucking does it for who knows what. It's not even important. It won't be irrelevant by the end of the episode. Um, but that's that's Piggy Man. Um, then Derek gets told by Ben, come back on Wednesday. Um... Which means that either, and that's the end of the session, which means that either Derek did not bring up the core conceit of his visit until three minutes <laughs> towards the end of the session, or that was a three minute long session. Either is very funny considering that Ben is the therapist. <laughs> uh, but he basically, him being Ben, tells Derek to fuck off and get over I, it and come back in three days, I, I guess, bet or Wednesday. minutes were Ben telling him about all his problems. Yeah, you know what? It's Ben. That is probably what so, happened. So, uh, Ben, about what I came in <laughs> oh, for. Oh, I'm sorry. Our yeah. time is up. Anyway. Derek, you son of a bitch, which it might, it might tickle some people to know. Some people won't care. Some people will. Um, Derek is played by one of the gay dads from Modern Family, the very, like, cute, cheruby, sweet man. Mm. Um, which makes this even funnier. Um, it he is almost the same character. Just this one's really afraid of Pigman. Um, and by the <laughs> way, like the like crux of the, his fear is not of Pigman. He's afraid that if he's near a mirror, he's gonna like get an intrusive thought and summon Pigman. Because like all three of those urban legends, quote unquote, um, are easily avoidable just by not doing it. Just not doing, not participating just, in the urban legend. You just, yeah. Like, if, if it's in the morning and you want a drink and you're in front of the mirror, just order something. To, order a mimosa and you're fine, okay? Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is an avoidable situation on all fronts. But his fear is that he's going to, like, get an intrusive thought and say say it in front of a mirror. Which me, when I'm, me when I'm bartending Sunday morning. And, oh, uh, you, sir? Oh, Bloody Mary. And you, a Bloody Mary. And uh, you as well, Bloody... Oh, shit! <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I did the thing on accident. Oh, no. Uh, uh, and so... That's over, and the the second, the the microsecond, Derek leaves the frame. Um, Violet comes like into the room, sobbing and weeping and apologizing, saying, "Daddy, I'm sorry. It's all my fault. The darkness has me." And um, as is customary with this show, neither character um, says anything relevant to clarify what they're talking yeah. about. Yeah, because he's just like, uh, no, it's not your fault thinking she means the divorce, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and doesn't um, ask about the darkness because he's just terrible at parenting and therapy or whatever. But yeah. <laughs> yep. And she's like, the darkness has me. And he's like, no, I have you. And I'm like, damn, you're such a bad therapist and a bad father. 
Uh, and um, anyway, then it's the next scene. Yeah. Um, I and then I yeah. I don't know if time passes. I I can't tell. I genuinely who, can't who tell for the cares? rest like, of clocks these. are meaningless in this world. You know, like it's yeah. <laughs> It's a series of events that happen to be on a theoretical timeline. It's one of the, like, the creators didn't think about it too hard. You shouldn't either. Yeah. (laughs) So TLDR, Vivian's in the kitchen on the phone with the hospital asking to speak with the nurse who uh, fucking fainted during her ultrasound, I guess, the night before. Uh, And the nurse quit, evidently. Uh, Meanwhile, Moira is cleaning the kitchen and Constance just fucking lets herself into the kitchen, uh, as she's known to do. And Constance is like, hey, my kid died. Also, I've heard that you're having morning sickness. Sick. Uh, eat this plate of pig organs. That'll fix it. Uh, to and- be clear, <laughs> raw mm-hmm. pig organs. Yeah. Like, pe- like the pancreas is noted as one of the organs. Like, this is the, it, they call it awful because it it is. Yep. Even if they insist on pr- trying to pronounce it awful or whatever. Like, it's. It's organ. It's just chunks. Yeah. They make a little joke too, because Vivian's like, "I'll eat this awful," and you're like, "Awful." You know what I mean? Like, it's like a little pun. Whatever. It's annoying. Yeah. But- they like correct Vivian. I think this is supposed to be like a Rosemary's Baby kind of situation, but like, w- like Moira has no motive to fuck with Vivian's baby that I know of, anyway. You know. So like, I don't know why Moira would be in on any of this, but she's like, "Yeah, no, this is real nutritious for babies and stuff," and. Vivian's like, yep, I, I should, I definitely can trust Constance, you know, but whatever. Yeah, I can trust Constance, who's been nothing but untrustable since I showed up, and Moira, who, for all of her kindness, has been kind of creepy and weird a lot <laughs> mm-hmm. when it comes to everything. So I don't know if I would just be like, it. It's one of those things of like, if Moira said, "Oh, you can just eat the organs," I'd be like, "Okay, so I definitely cannot eat the organs." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't eat. At best, I shouldn't eat the organs. Also, a core conceit of this plotline is that Vivian is very worried about accidentally losing the baby or something happening right? to the baby. Yeah, and instead of like round searching or whatever the fuck it's called, um. She's just like, yeah, I trust these two women who have been nothing but untrustworthy implicitly when they're telling me to eat these raw organ meats. And you know what? Like, they should at least call back to that because it's less likely Vivian is going to do that. She doesn't want to, like, mess with the baby because she's been through that traumatic event. You know what I mean? Like, she wouldn't just be like, all right, sure, vitamins. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, she's going to be careful. Yeah, and even if, even if Moira and Constance were both trustworthy characters, um... We don't know if Moira has a kid. For all we know, she doesn't, and she doesn't. Uh, but Vivian definitely doesn't know if she does. And um, all of Constance's kids are dead uh, or had some kind of disability. So maybe don't take advice right? uh, from Constance about having healthy kids, yeah. question mark, when all of her and, kids are dead. And y'all might be like... You're overreacting. It's just eating some organ meats. People do that all the time. And you're right. I do. I love a good chicken liver uh, as much as the next motherfucker. Like, I love all that stuff. It's great. Um, later on, they do touch the one organ that you aren't, you don't just eat. And they do. Vivian does just eat it. We'll get there. I'll and be more mad then. I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll say one other thing, too, though. Like, also, like, 
pregnancy like is a big thing about the stuff you eat you can't drink alcohol there's a lot you can't like eat and stuff. you really regulate that like doctors tell you mm -hmm. there's certain things so you don't just go like off the deep end and it's like Oregon meat my neighbor said it was good like you can ask your like obgen or whatever especially if you've miscarried but whatever and are currently trying actively not to miscarry yeah, again yeah. Thing. <sighs> but she's she okay, eats weirdo. it. Okay, weirdo. I'll eat the I'll eat the pancreas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Also, small detail we maybe forgot to mention. Um. They did insist that the pancreas has to be raw. <laughs> Which, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Raw meat. Yeah. That sounds great. Mm. Yeah, eat, hey, oh, you're worried about your kid? Here, eat raw organ tissue. Yeah. <laughs> That's never made anyone ill, Wor ever. The worms um, help them grow strong legs or something. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, what is pasteurization? I've never heard of it. Eat this organ meat, actually. It'll be good for your it's baby. Good old sweetbreads, yeah. Uh, um, and, um,. That's uh, that's the end of that scene. Don't worry, we'll come back to the. We'll be back with the organ meat shortly. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. Um, and then some non-disclosed amount of time passes, and now it's Wednesday when Derek has his next appointment. Um, who knows how many days it's been, but it's Wednesday now. Um, and they're together. Ben and Derek are together. Um, and he, being Ben, um, decides to force Derek to do the piggy man ritual in Ben's bathroom, so he hands him a flashlight. At first, I thought he handed him a gun. <laughs> I didn't have flashlight written. I had question marks there, because it you really cannot tell what he hands him. That's so I thought it was a gun, <laughs> which would have been much funnier. See, the words are important to pull it through you, Derek. Yeah, I'm a therapist. He hands him this, like, kind of a hidden shady object and is like, only use this if you have to, which doesn't make any fucking Good sense job, if it's a Yoda. flashlight. <laughs> and then Ben locks him in the bathroom, and Derek starts having a real panic <coughs> attack. Not like a, oh, I'm scared panic attack, like a real panic attack. And he's like, I think I'm having a heart attack, which... Spoiler and alert. Ben, the best therapist in the world, screams from the other room, Bitch, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, suck it up, you loser. You're fine. Man, oh, man. my God. It's my bathroom. I shit in there. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, what a good therapist. Um, and Derek responds positively to this. He'll do it again later, too. He will respond positively to Ben being the worst therapist. Um, <laughs> gets to him. two piggy pigs. Uh, before he does this with the fucking shower curtain closed. He does this in his own house later, also with the shower curtain closed. I don't know why they insist on doing this. No one does that. No one leaves their shower curtain closed, uh, all the time. That's serial killer behavior. That's just asking to get murdered. Um, hint, hint, wink, wink. Um, he gets to two piggy pig pigs, which good for him. Um, before one of the nurse ghosts jump scares him from the shower which I, to be a dick it's so it's so funny because he's like scared but like i'm thinking if i put myself in that scenario uh, yes i would absolutely be scared shitless when a bloody nurse appeared out of nowhere in the middle of the shower but then shortly after i was done being scared shitless i'd mostly be confused <laughs> yeah. be like, wait wait yeah i didn't that was the wrong ghost <laughs> yeah hold on <laughs> wait 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 that 
hey, Ben, you have another ghost in there. What? Yeah, yeah. I did the big thing, and a nurse came out. Man, I don't know what you fucked up in there. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and there's no reason for the nurse to jump scare him. It, it's She's literally just being an asshole, I guess. Uh, and that ends that. That's the end of that scene. Oh. Um, don't worry. We'll do it again. No, wait. You know what? I just realized the guy who yeah. killed her said that to her. Oh no, he didn't. He didn't. It was a different thing. Never mind. I'm sorry. It was like a Patty thing. Never mind. My bad. Forget it. He does. He does call her fat, yeah, but like I, not to I, that. You know, not in that. This show is such though, garbage that I, I just conflate everything in one big event. So I'm sorry. Anyway, yeah, given given how this uh, storyline culminates, that's maybe what they were trying to convey. Who Actually, knows? Yeah, that's <laughs> too uh, so. Vivian's at the hospital with a shitty OBGYN from before who told uh, Ben that he had laudanum in his system Mm -hmm. and that they absolutely couldn't move. She's going to do an amniocentesis screening, um, which is a screening that they do by sucking out some amniotic fluid, Mm -hmm. um, and it can test for a whole variety of potential genetic uh, problems, Uh, cystic fibrosis, Down syndrome, spina bifida, a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. you can't do that until the 15th week of pregnancy at the absolute earliest. But I guarantee American Horror Story did not bother to check that. Because um, unless seven weeks has passed, Vivian's only eight weeks along as of like four days ago. <laughs> uh, so um, they didn't they didn't bother Googling it, but it's American Horror Story. So that's not surprising. Round search. Um they they did it yeah yeah you're right round searching um they didn't bother round searching it they used bing like everyone yeah they used bing Blue they searching. used ask jeeves <laughs> and nothing really gets established there except for that like ben shows up and is fucking weird and is like i'm yeah. the daddy and the doctor's like yeah he's the daddy yeah it's very yeah it's really weird too because like he walks in and Vivian's just like, oh, why is he here? And yeah, the doctor's just like, well, he's the dad. Of course he's here. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. I don't think you just are like, oh, well, of course, get in here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. It's not relevant. We don't even get like results or anything. Just we see that that's happening. Um, then it cuts to that weird underground skate park that we saw Violet at before. Um, she's hanging out with Leah, the, the mean CW girl. Zone. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. CW zone. Um, <laughs> Leah still has the same bandage on her face from before when Inventata scratched her. So I guarantee seven to ten weeks has not passed. Um, she's just making it work at this point. She's just like <laughs> rolled it into her look. <laughs> yeah, this is part of her who she is now. The big hat, the sunglasses, and the one really big bandage on her face. Um Leah tells a weird and inaccurate biblical story about something that happens in Revelation (laughs) with the devil. I have a whole paragraph typed about it. We don't have to go into it to save time. Um, Then Leah's like, yeah, then Violet like apologizes because she's, I guess, going through some shit too. And Leah's like, yeah, I can't sleep. I can only get like four hours a night, which by the way, that's not that little if you... um, are going through something yeah Yeah, or if you have like clinical insomnia yeah no that's like i've had times where i've been like four hours a night damn that's a that's the life of luxury yeah four (laughs) hours is not like that's like not great but it's not like 
as bad as they're making it seem. You they're, don't want to do that for multiple months, but it hasn't been multiple months. The, you know, the, the showwriters could not be more ivory tower. There is like no experience that they have ever lived. It seems like nothing is fucking accurate about anything. So, including drugs. Well, yeah. she needs. Well, she does need to take sleeping pills to get that four hours of sleep a night, which um, Violet then asks, oh, hey, um, can I get one of those? Can I get a singular sleeping pill? One, one singular sleeping pill to help me sleep tonight and see if that helps. To which Leah goes, okay, here's one singular (laughs) sleeping pill. I'm not giving you the whole bottle because that would make no fucking sense. Okay, next scene. (laughs) Yep. Uh, and it's like an unmarked <laughs> bottle, too, which is pretty funny. Um, then it cuts to Violet at what has to be her school, because what happens later, like, cements that it's got to be her school that this is happening at. Like, they may want us to think this is a different school than the one she goes to, which, A, wouldn't make sense because Tate lived in the same house that she does, uh, which means they would probably go to the same public school since they both go to public school. Um So she's in the library of what has to be her school looking at a plaque for all of the victims of the school shooting, Um, which means that she's been at this school and somehow never saw this. And it was never mentioned and never brought up. Uh, And we're still supposed to believe she's has no idea what's going on. Um, We see that 15 people died, but we only have six ghosts. Sorry, I should be laughing about the school shooting story plotline, but the thing that happens next is like the most I think you should leave nonsense, motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god! So she's sitting there like reading the plaque, commemorating you know the the horrible events and all that stuff, and a guy rolls up in a wheelchair and goes, "Oh, reading the plaque, you little fucking freak." <laughs> he calls her specifically a sicko. Like what an what a specific like, thing. Yeah, I see sickos like you all the damn time come in here to gawk at the plaque, you little fucking weirdo. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> like, Vile's just like, oh, no, I just was reading about the history of it. He's like, yeah, whatever, you little creep. Go back to <laughs> Sam Goody and Spencer's gifts. Fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> oh, so And in case it's not <laughs> obvious, this is the teacher who got shot by Tate um who by the way is a teacher that a still works at the school he was shot at and b now works in the library where he got shot um which holy shit uh and he again he gets mad at Violet for reading the plaque that they have in the library um why have a plaque if you don't want people to read it i guess uh, they have a wor- Why work at the place where you were shot in a school shooting if you're going to get upset <laughs> at people thinking about that? Because, like, you're there. <laughs> like, yeah. Hi. it's They have a weird, like, interaction where she's like, hey, do you know why he did this? Like, what was his deal? And he's the teacher's, like, really weird and, like, defensive about it like i don't know man i just barricaded the door and then i I barely missed my spine and he was maybe a bad person and it's like well yeah people usually aren't good people if they do a school shooting that's like a given we weren't confused about i guess to be fair violet is kind of like why do you think he paralyzed you you know which is like but still yeah no it is it's (laughs) it's totally like kind of a dick for no reason and yeah and yeah like granted she's asking a weird question but like 
that's uh, to a certain extent that's human nature like it's human also, nature also this conversation shouldn't have started yeah. in the first place mm-hmm. like they, they should have never fired up a conversation there was no reason for this no. <laughs> yeah but he gets mad and then he um rides away on his motorized wheelchair um and, and, and yeah they have they have a victim of a school shooting legitimately like try and say like maybe he was just a bad person and it was at this point that my heart sank because i realized they were gonna spend the rest of the season trying to make me empathize with a school shooter which wasn't gonna happen <laughs> so yeah i mean <sighs> i i guess like the takeaway they may have wanted to like come across which they did a trash job if that's what they wanted um was to be like hey you know what sometimes it's not about being bullied sometimes people just fucking suck um, cause I think that was kind of what the teacher was getting at is like, no, I didn't know anything about him. I don't know if he was bullied. Sometimes people are just assholes. Yeah. Um, they did a really poor job if that's what they were trying to convey. Uh, yeah, it comes off as like weird and like almost like petulant yeah. because of how poorly it's written and delivered. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't, it doesn't give us any information really. Um, and then we, it's over. We're back at the murder house. Um, Vivian comes back in the kitchen. It's time for more organ meats. Um, she, well, not yet. She first tells Moira <laughs> that she's going to have to let Moira go because they can't afford scene. to keep her as a maid. I love this scene. And if you're wondering why you love this scene, it's because at this point she's like, we can't really afford to keep you on. She goes, well, cleaning is therapeutic for me, so I'd do it for free. So that's like now, okay, fine. Now Moira's staying or whatever. Except then like, so what was she doing with the money as a ghost? Just being a dick to the heart? Yeah. Was that was that how she was like helping her mom? Was she like delivering ghost bucks <laughs> to keep her mom on life support? Like, that's what? probably what they want you to think. That's almost certainly what they want you to glean from it, even though they never outright say but it. Then, like, even that, like that opens like a whole door to ghost labor and stuff. Like this doesn't work, but which, uh, <laughs> with, yeah, without we like, can't go into ghost labor. <laughs> without like explaining it too much, um, very, very briefly in American Horror Stories episode one and two, it also takes place at the murder house. Um, there's literally an identical situation where um, one of the ghosts must participate in commerce and send checks to someone who's living out in the world. Um, they address no. this, so that's a thing that they no. want you to know exists no. is ghost commerce. No, no. I refuse <laughs> that. They do not. That is not addressing yeah. it. You can't have that. That can't happen. They. You can't constrain the human spirit to capitalism. <laughs> I won't let you. <laughs> American Horror Story wants to, so we have it's, to right It is now. an American Horror I Story. I don't agree with it. To be fair, I guess. Um, anyway, sorry. Which, <laughs> to me personally, if I told my maid I couldn't afford to like keep her around and she's like no i want to be here i'll clean your house for free i'd be like you know what no yeah, that's, that's weird I'm, i don't like yeah, that yeah that's weird but <laughs> i don't i don't like this i don't like that you're too excited about it um and now i want you to leave for a different reason <laughs> so um good news though constance is here she's got brains this time raw oh. brains and she well she brings it in and goes i've brought the most nutritious organ of all and i paused this i paused the show and said if this is a brain i'm gonna shit and guess what gamers Ty tuesday unpaused the stream and then had to go take a shit because it was brains baby you know famously the most dangerous part of a body to eat <laughs> like oh my god 
Yeah. Um, a very kind of nebulous brain, too. They never, like, establish what kind of a brain it is. The American Horror Story prop department makes it look like a human brain. Right. Um, and for all we know, it is, because Vivian certainly doesn't ask, um, and neither does anybody else. I think it's supposed to be a pig brain, because the rest of the organs were pig organs. Sure. Uh, but that's literally never addressed. By the way, eating beef brain... Um, Pretty dangerous. Not just for pregnant ladies, yeah. it turns out, for everyone. There is... Yeah, the the thing is, there's like there's a couple brains you can eat, and there's ways you have to prepare those even to make them safely. Just in general, don't fucking no. eat brains. There's mm-hmm. a lot of prion diseases that you can only get from eating brains. And guess what? All those prion diseases... They attacked your spongiform materials, meaning they degrade your brain, and it's like one of the worst, most miserable ways to die. Like universally, They're- don't don't eat brains, please. I, I was watching a TikTok <laughs> where some like bodybuilder was eating raw brain as like his thing, and a neurologist like stitched the video, and he do- he's like, I don't make videos, but I had to for this. Do not eat raw brains. It is a miserable way to die. But anyway, yep. Thanks, American. But American Horror Story doesn't care. Um, (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) They're like. I hope it was the Liver King for the record. That guy's so funny. That that guy was. was, Yeah, because he was spending like ten thousand dollars a month on steroids. Like that's an outrageous amount of anything, let alone fucking steroids. No, it wasn't him. But yeah, it was. That, Vivian doesn't give yeah, a shit what it is. She just she just starts eating it. She doesn't round search it. <laughs> also, she like gets in a weird trance while eating the brain, which is like not a good sign. <laughs> she has a similar like episode to what I do when I wander out to the fridge in the middle of the night and start eating handfuls of cheese out of the bag, like in front of the fridge in kind of like a fugue state. Like she just kind of goes feral on the brain for a little while um in the privacy of her own kitchen i guess you know what at this point even if brain was like incredible for you maybe just take some prenatal vitamins um maybe don't eat the organ meat that a lady who hates you left you you know what i mean um that never crosses her mind uh she's all she's all in on the brain Mm. um there's like this weird thing where uh, it just all of the women on the show, like as soon as one mentions to the other that like they're pregnant, they're like, okay, we're all in this together. Like no matter how much they hated each other, as soon as one is mentioned to be pregnant, all the rest like put on their like paladin gear and just like circle around. <laughs> it's it's so bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that will regrettably be a th- theme for the rest of the show. It's- um, I think it's Rosemary's For really baby. dumb reasons. Yeah. I think it's... Yeah, real Rosemary's right, baby. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, don't worry about the brain or any of that. It's not relevant for the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're back to Violet being fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Not only Violet, but also Tate, because Violet comes home and keeps seeing a figure out of the corner of her eye, which is almost certainly Tate. We never get a full shot of him either. But it's ass- assumedly Tate who's, like, playing a weird hide-and-go-seek game mm-hmm. um, and acting very, very bizarre, like, kind of, like, leading her down into the basement, question mark? Again, he does not know that she knows. Right. He is not aware. He... For all we know, he doesn't know that he did the school shooting. That's a that's what we're supposed to glean from it is that he doesn't know he did it. Um so he's doing this for no reason. Um and she follows him down to the basement because he's doing this weird bit. 
Um, and then suddenly every ghost in the house is like, time to fuck with Violet. Uh, and they start doing that. And every <laughs> ghost in the house is like, hello? Okay, it's so funny because it like goes through all of them in like the order they were introduced in the show. Like, <laughs> So at first you just have like, Two weird little kids like throwing snap pops on the ground and Violet just being like, ah, <laughs> ah, surprising. <laughs> How about that? And then at the end, there's literally just like the doctor gloved up and he's just like, did my wife give you the medication? Are you ready for the surgery, young miss? And it's like not scary. It's just like a weird guy. <laughs> and he's confused. like, he's so like professional about it too. He's like, oh, are you yeah. ready for your procedure? Like he's so like pleasant. I'm like, damn, Charles Montgomery, if nothing else, is a goddamn professional. Like no wonder he had a successful yeah, his business. His bedside manner is great. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's, he's great just at like, this. Oh, have you already talked to my wife? That's great. Yeah, like... <laughs> Uh, and th- at that point, Violet's like, oh, weird doctor, and then runs upstairs. <laughs> um, and she's freaking out, and she starts going upstairs to her room and hears, like, really loud rock music playing. Um, and she's like, oh, no, there must mean someone's up there. And then she gets in there, and I love you is written on the chalkboard. So it's implied that Tate did all this. But again, why is Tate doing this? Uh, he's acting so bizarre. This is how someone who, like knows that you know would act but he doesn't so it doesn't make sense um also remember when tate just wrote taint on the chalkboard and then that was never revisited i want to thank you for reminding me of that <laughs> yeah um it was so cool when he just walked over there wrote taint on the board and then said do you do you think that was to establish that tate likes to write on the yes. chalkboard yes. and to be an inkling so, okay yep. great yep that's it that you nail on the head that's exactly what it was um, but now he wrote, I, I, I love, love you. the idea. Liz, I love the idea. First of all, it's beautiful that you think so highly of human beings. I, I love the idea that they would do this hyper minutia to let <laughs> us know that Tate writes on the chalkboard, but then would forget things that characters say like a minute mm-hmm. in the past. Yeah. <laughs> like the, oh, they so, remembered this one for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Tate callback? Um, yeah, no, the, 100%. I'm, I'm all in on that the Tate was a, so. a purposeful, like, Chekhov's <laughs> Gun. Yeah. But um the, so, for some reason the I love you freaks Violet the fuck out and she like starts just like losing yeah. it and she pulls out the whole bottle of sleeping the whole pills. Bottle of sleeping pills. Yeah, the whole bottle of them where she very much only got one, um, but she has the whole bottle, I guess, and decides to take them all at once, which Seems like the number one reason Leah would not be willing to just give her a whole <laughs> bottle of sleeping pills for with no checks involved. Yeah. So also, you know, Leah did say she needed those, so it's now she has none. Well, uh, yeah. So yeah. So now, right? So Violet takes all of them, and I get you know. Uh, so she like kind of like she like obviously like passes out, you know, and then Tate sees that she's taking all the pills, so he freaks out like no, and he drags her to the bathtub and pours water on. He's like Violet, don't die and all that stuff. So then she and he like get you know, makes her throw up, um, which she does, and then she starts like crying and stuff, and he's like I don't want to lose you or whatever. So then, okay, anyway, next scene. Um, so like uh, we're at the next scene, which is then we're back at with Derek, who's at another therapy session. 
And Ben's like, you're being stupid. Well, Derek's like, I met a lady, but I'm worried about taking her home because I have all mirrors on my uh, thing. He's like, stop being... Or all my mirrors yeah. are covered up. Ben's like, yeah, like it, that whole thing of just like, how do I explain to someone? Like a very actual good question for someone with an irrational mm-hmm. phobia that is, you know, visible to the yeah. outside world is how do I explain this it's to like, others? You know, that kind of question. And um, Ben's like, that's a stupid question. You're an asshole and you're an idiot and you're a, you're this a dumb is all baby. in your head. You <laughs> and he goes, idiot. okay, sorry, sir. <laughs> Yeah, so, sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. Very good, sir. So He's like, so true, bestie. I'm only doing this because you had nine therapies and you get the 10th free with Ben Horman. But um, yeah, so like, anyway, uh, he's like. He's giving this whole contrived speech about how like you can't let little fake fears get a hold of you or something like that. Like it, it's some kind yeah. of discussion to that degree. And then it cuts to him watching vivian talk to the security guard luke so like i think the implication they're trying to make here is that like that's starting to get to him i guess but like also vivian has already told him to his face i fucking hate you and i don't want you to be in the house anymore so like that ship's (laughs) i think i might be losing my wife here oh no like (laughs) yeah like i think you lost your wife man i think when your wife said i hate you and i don't want to see you ever again that was like probably when it was done (laughs) no this is all happening to ben Harmon, not because of ben Harmon. he's the victim so um right but anyway like we uh we then we have vivian at church right and she meets the 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 and the the nurse she has the nurse she's met with the nurse who like passed out and the nurse is she's like why'd you pass out what'd you see on the ultrasound she goes your baby has hooves and she's like all right this is a waste of time she's like your baby's the devil you're and, and she starts like quoting revelations like and her belly was full of sin and all this crap and it's like vivian just like yeah I'm which out, like thanks. Also, a medical professional being surprised by what they find inside of a human being. Impossible. Can't be done. You can't surprise them. They've already seen it. Hooves? Oh, they've probably seen a whole baby calf get up someone's butt. (laughs) You can't surprise them. Nah, they've seen it. Like, God, one of my favorite bits of of the Jackass movie is still getting the little car up there and then like having the one doctor just be like, yeah, that happens, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, like, uh, let's see here. Yeah, so anyway. Um, so yeah, she's just like, yeah, so I'm pretty sure you have a Satan in you. (laughs) And she's like, oh, that's very rude. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. And then, uh, then it's time to resolve our favorite plot of the episode. Um, because now we're at Derek's house. That will continue into further episodes and will be relevant. Because why else would they introduce everyone to their new favorite character, Derek? Who has a fear of urban legends that specifically involve chanting in front of mirrors. Liz, why would they give us a beautiful creature like Derek if they weren't going uh, to have the storyline be relevant? Everyone's favorite character, Piggy Man. Um, because that's, that's my favorite boy. Um, the guy who just sucks at being a butcher. Uh, (laughs) the butcher who fell over and shitted and died. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Derek decides to, I guess, uh, be built different and goes in his own bathroom to do the piggy man ritual. Um, he also has a shower curtain closed. This will be relevant in 20 seconds. Um, he starts doing the piggy man thing. He gets to two piggy mans, almost gets to the third one. 
um, and then get shot in the head by a robber who thought that he was being called fat by Derek. Yeah, the other robber. Come, what are you doing? For the record, just a robber. Anson Murray goes, "Call me fat." This, <laughs> the robber, the robber shoots him through the shower curtains, like completely obscured. So also, the robber has to know there's no way for Derek to have seen him. Also, Derek's like also a portly guy, and it's one of those things of like. If another fat guy calls me fat, I'm just like, yeah, man, what's up? You want to go, go get some barbecue? <laughs> like, it's just like, yeah, it's like two fat boys. You it's know, like, it's fine. We can do that. That's the thing we can Goldo do. Goldo 13, yeah. self-conscious cousin. Like, I'm making the shot through the shower curtain now. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, uh, you called me a piggy. Um, well, I'm going to shoot you in the head. Through the curtain. Um, goodbye. Yeah, instantly with no regret. And like, yeah, again, the other robber bull- Pulls in like the the skinny robber because I guess we're doing that <laughs> dynamic and just leans in and goes, "Hey, um, why'd you fucking kill somebody? This was a robbery, and now we're now this is a murder, and that's a very different tier of crime you forced us both into." And he goes, "He called me fat." <laughs> <laughs> yep, and that's the end of the piggy man plot. It's over now, and we're at Constance's house. So uh- <laughs> you might ask, why were they in such a hurry? To end the piggy man plot thread. I don't know. I don't know why they ended it. Now you might ask, why was it here in the first place? What did it achieve? What did was well, how was the show cast or plot made richer by Piggy Man existing? Anyone? This is an open question. This is like uh well, five seasons from now, they will have another character very explicitly state that their piggy man character is not the same one in season one. So it's a five season payoff to have one character say that they're not related to another character. What do you call it? So <laughs> let's just move on like they did. Um because yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Okay, yeah, that's about right for Piggy Man <laughs> stuff. Okay, so uh, rest in peace, Derek. I'll see you later, Space Cowboy. Uh, have a good one. Constance is uh, having a glass with of Billy. wine with uh, the yep. medium, Billy. Yeah, the, the not psychic, the medium. Um, and they, Constance, like, communicates with Addie's ghost um which thankfully they don't try and do any like ghost effects or anything it's just the medium saying things directly mm-hmm. um and constance does uh, as you've noticed here really good acting for a minute like the totally forgets what show she's in and actually does just an yep. incredible job of being a mother speaking to her dead child that she was too hard on <laughs> and like it's really it's a really mm-hmm. good scene and then um it's still an american horror yep. story <laughs> Yeah, looking back, I think I've realized that like 90% of the reason why I thought the show was a good show um, was because of Jessica Lange and how good of an actor Jessica Lange is. Um, Because she sells the hell out of this. Um, And then like the end of this conversation, because again, we don't see Addie's ghost. It's just Billy like relaying messages to Constance through her mediumship, I guess. Um, And Addie's ghost, it closes the conversation by saying... Uh, that she's grateful that Constance didn't get her to the lawn of the murder house because she doesn't want to be a ghost with Tate because she's afraid of Tate now that she knows the truth about what Tate did. Um, To which I say, Addie is almost 20 years older than Tate. Um, How does she not know what Tate did, given that the police barged into the house and shot Tate in their house, which is what we're going to see next? Um, 
it really makes no sense how Addie, who has never not lived at home, um, didn't know that Tate got killed because he did a school shooting. Uh, that being said, it does cut to the flashback. It immediately cuts this to the flashback. This is just really funny. Because, yeah, all the cops have the guns trained on Tate, who does a little gun to his head kind of sound. Then he goes for a gun under his pillow, and they'll shoot him in the chest, like, almost comically. <laughs> after after their, the police, it's a silent standoff for what's assumed to be at least, like, 45 seconds to a minute and a half. And then they shoot him, and then the cop goes, why did you do it? It's so good, man. <laughs> they shoot him like a hundred times directly in the lungs, and then afterwards run up and be like, explain yourself. And, then, and he tries, like, help, God help him, he like, kind of opens his mouth, but then he's full of blood, so he doesn't say anything. Anyway, so like, then we're... Good scene. It cuts to the last scene of the episode, which is a frustrating and awkward scene of Violet laying on her bed, who is reading a book from the library of the school she was at earlier, which is why I say it has to be her school, because otherwise this means she stole a book from a different school's well, library, <laughs> which doesn't make any or sense. Or she asked the guy for a library card, even though, whatever. <laughs> Just like uh, yeah. Hey, you little freak, you're reading our plaque? Uh, yeah, yeah, also I need a library card. Well, you're not getting one, you fucking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> you better bring uh, that back And it's a time, book about freak. birds. <laughs> it's a book about birds, and it's got Tate's name written in the front of it, um, which means he checked it out at some point. Um, and Tate, like, appears in her bedroom. Um and again, Tate doesn't know that Violet knows he's a ghost because allegedly he doesn't know he's a ghost, according to Billy, for some reason. Um, and he's like, I like birds because they can fly away. Uh, are you going to tell your parents that you took like a bajillion sleeping pills? And she's like, no, I've been sleeping a lot. and My parents think I'm depressed, um, which doesn't make any sense. Um, and then Tate starts crying and he's like, I don't know why you're acting so weird towards me. I have no idea why you would be doing this. Um, and then he's like, I love you so much. Um, and I am saying it and it's not just written on a chalkboard like the word taint. <laughs> I love you for realsies. Um, but I love you so much and I'm such a sad little soft boy that I care about your feelings more than me. This is so that every nice edgy guy who's watching can be like... Nice guys really do finish mm. last. Um, and he's like, I care about you more than I care about me, so I'm willing to leave you alone if it means that you'll be okay. And Violet, I guess, then decides, I can fix him. Um, about the school shooter ghost uh, that made her suicidal less than 48 hours ago. Who she knows is a ghost. Yeah, and a school shooter. Uh, I I would argue that maybe the second thing is more important than the first thing. I'd date a no, ghost. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, purely from, like, a, like, how do you make that work perspective, right? Like, I feel like it, it, even if, like, you were enough of a little weirdo edgy teen to, like, get over the school shooter thing, which already is, like, an unbelievably high yeah. bar to clear, I feel like the ghost would just present enough issues still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can accept ghost school shooters where i draw the line not violet though she's I'm the fine same way I, on, the, on the spectrum of ghost to yeah. school shooter i'm 100 yeah. percent ghost this yeah, is not for a controversial sure, for sure. thing yeah. that's not what's up that's not what's up for debate right, yeah. here. 
but Violet has a change of heart and is like, yeah, I could fix him. And then they fall asleep on the bed together, cuddling. Um, and this will be the groundwork for um, the worst relationship in American Horror Story, in my opinion, which is really saying a we, lot because there are some real bad we ones. We did it. We in are, this season alone. We did it. We're halfway through this season. <laughs> so. God. Um. <laughs> I don't even know if we. This is this has been a long episode as is. So like I don't even know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Um. I guess we'll find out next time. Um. Where this goes, not anywhere with Piggy Man. That's for sure, because he's not not a part of the show anymore, and he won't be again until season six. Oh wait, that's not the same Piggy Man. My bad. Um. I guess we find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. Let's huh? do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I guess we have to, huh? Yeah, we committed. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this is about where if I didn't have to watch this for a podcast and I was watching it with like with a friend group, this is probably about where I would drop off. <laughs> this is where I would just stop showing up at the time that we watch this yeah. as a group and be doing something else instead. Because holy shit, this episode sucks. And it clearly sets up empathy for a school mm-hmm. shooter which i'm again no man no it's just not happening <sighs> well yeah till till next time what's the name what's the name of the next one it can't be as good as piggy piggy for sure oh uh, let's see uh here it is uh, open house fi- no open house yeah open house Oh, thank God. They're going to sell the house and leave the murder house. Well, that solves oh, everything man. then. I look forward yeah. to it. I'm trying to look at this yeah. but we'll talk about it next. All right. <laughs> Till next time, everybody. Yep. Have a great night. Bye. <laughs>